just how much do we love Delaney Walker? Just how much do we love a new stadium? And Greg has the worst quiz in the entire world. This is the Transatlantic Titans podcast. Standing on the arrowhead at Arrowhead. Brinkley to snap. Turn to hold. Snap. Set. Kick on the way. Good! One safety in this half. Drive starts at the one and looking for a little breathing room and they get that in. Plenty more. Derek Henry still going. Stays in bounds. He might go. 99 yards for the touchdown. Unbelievable. Well, here we are then. Bye week in Titans World. Didn't think there'd be much to talk about. Um, there's one or two things that cropped up. Adam, that is me. Miles is here. Hello, Miles. Hey, how are you doing, Adam? Yeah, good, thank you. And uh, Greg is here as well. Hi, Greg. Greg, that is me. How are you doing? There you go. You know who we are. Um, yeah, it's it's been... I thought this was going to be a quiet week. We were debating doing a few... Doing a Q&A or not podding at all or just a quick little preview of the Colts and get out of here. But um, a couple of bombshells have been dropped on us. Delaney Walker um, is going to retire a Titan. Now, this... Well, I mean, it's not a shock. I don't think any any of us expected Delaney to be out there playing again after a couple of years away. But it's it's quite a nice thing. I quite like the way the, the NFL do this. He's going to be, well, shared with Dan Pastorini, who, to my knowledge, has already retired, unless we're going to get that bombshell. Um, they they are going to be the, the 12 Titans on Sunday. And yeah, Delaney's, Delaney's going to retire as a Titan as well. Um, Greg, let's start with you, Delaney Walker. Um, well, what a legend! First of all, um, do we have anyone better to have played at tight end for the Titans, or indeed at any position? I think it's. I think we did this in the off season, didn't we? When we were picking our favourite players in each position, and I think Delaney. We did, was... but I can't remember what we decided. So uh, I can't so remember who we decided. Let's just but, assume um, it was Delaney. I'm pretty sure it was Delaney, uh, and Delaney was probably mentioned by every single person who was on it. But no, I mean, for someone who started supporting the Titans, probably around the time, was it around the time he joined, or maybe just before? I can't remember. But in the last, in that over that six, five, six year period, he was there. He was there for a lot of dross a lot of really bad football teams and to have a player like that um go through the years that he did and 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 he was a a big big part of why the titans are what they are now i mean we can talk about um other factors and obviously amy adams shrunk is definitely a big big factor in that as someone who took over as owner was it 2015 when uh, officially and she's been, been a big big part of it but on on the field yeah, Delaney was always a, always a winner, even though he wasn't in a winning environment, and certainly dragged Marcus Mariota through. You know, his first few years, he was that safety blanket that he probably needed. Um, and let's face it, Mariota probably wouldn't have had, albeit you know, an, a career that that wasn't at the expectations or the level that we were hoping it was going to be. Um, he certainly kept him in a, a hell of a lot longer than than I think. He probably would have got certainly in this day and age. There's not there's so many rookie quarterbacks that come in and after one or two years they're, they're out. 
Uh, Delaney was a big reason why I think Marcus did as well as he did. Um, because yeah, before that, it was it was a bit of a bit of a yeah the squad and 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 the the players that we had. It was a horrendous time. Let's let's be honest. But he was a, a bright spark throughout. Yeah, def- definitely. It's funny how we sit sat here after a weekend where Mariota's absolutely lit it up for the Falcons, which which is a ni- <laughs> nice bit of weird symmetry in a way. Because yeah, you're dead right. Um, Miles, what what are the best things? What the best things about Delaney's career for you? Yeah, I mean, I think Greg's nailed it with the with the wording of safety blanket. That's exactly what he was. It was Mariota when he got in trouble would be able to look up, and you know, you could just lob the ball his way, and it was nine times out of ten going to be caught. And the, the thing that Delaney had about him, he never had any of the the ninety nine Derrick Henry uh, yarders, but he could he could take chunks of that field very well with just a little bit of a touch or a little bit of strength and. He was he sort of had the whole round package. He was he was an excellent blocker as well. I think he was an underrated blocker in truth for, for what was yeah. a pass captain tight yeah, end. Yeah. He was very good when it came to blocking, which assisted with some of our uh, better than or less than average running backs that we had to deal with during the earlier Mariotta um and before that days. I mean, I think there's there's lots of uh, I think we had a discussion about who our, what our favorite plays were by um, by him, I think everyone will have their opinion on different things. I, I then look back at the Eagles game where he ended up with 140 odd yards, and you watch the game and it's it's chunk plays. I think he only ended up with six or seven catches. I mean, you say only, but but gone for 60 yards, 20 yards, 20 yards, 20 yards, all leading to positive points. Which again, a lot of the time, the tight ends are just there to help you get a little bit closer or just get that clutch third down sort of thing. Where you, um, whereas Walker was very much a making much more of a big play and actually turning it into points, which again, at the time, he's not a receiver. He's a tight end at the end of the day. And he, he he's he's doing what you see people like Kelsey and that doing these days. We're really making impacts. And the sort of play that defences would actually have to like pinpoint and go, okay, where's Walker on this play? And even though they would do that nine times out of 10 again, it didn't matter. He was over the middle and he was going to catch the ball. So it's, uh, I mean, I assumed he was retired for a couple of years already. So when the news came out, I just... Assumed he'd already retired, but it's nice that he's retiring a tight. And I think that's where he made the biggest impact. I know he had some plays elsewhere, but I think for us, he was def- definitely an OG and uh, someone who we hope people like Johnny Smith or Chiggy this year can sort of develop into because they're that sort of build and that sort of player to sort of try and become. I'm just having, I'm, I'm just having a look. I think he I think it might have been Mike Munchak still kicking around when he joined. So it was 2013, um, came over from San Francisco and... It would have been Ruston Webster as GM at that point, I think. Um, and well, the, how, how many how many good signings did he make? Not too many, but it was such a bright spark. In, and actually, there was a declining team pretty badly at that point. Um, not necessarily Munchak's fault. Um, then Ken Wisenhunt came in. Walker's early couple of years for the for the Titans were were under Ken. And there, it was, by all accounts, and you hear more of more of this stuff afterwards. It was a toxic place to play football. There were some bad eggs in that locker room, and Delaney Walker dragged them out of that, out of that mire. And I kind of associate him with, and, and Mike Malarkey does probably doesn't get enough credit. It's funny when you look back. Mike Malarkey's seen as this sort of, well, not Terry Rabisky era puppet but 
somebody who didn't seem that I don't, I don't know maybe maybe it's a bit harsher he's he's tagged with the rubisky brush perhaps um, but that exotic we're, we're fickle, smash mouth we're fickle every week aren't we football fans <laughs> i mean like mike vable was coach of the year last year and then week one we lost to the giants and there's like a matter of titans twitter going crazy about vable's decision making and clock management it's like okay life comes at you fast <laughs> I think what where I was trying to get to is that Mike Malarkey changed the it gave the the team a yeah. winning mentality and Del- Delaney Walker was a big part of that and he went he went through all of that into the Mike Brabel era as well and um, before injuries sadly got the better of him but it was you know he, he was a good guy in a in a bad locker room and went right through to being a good guy in a really good locker room and deserves a big part of the credit for that and yeah it's I mean, just so many good memories of him and yeah, in amongst them some not so good not so good players around him and um, honestly I think for a spell of four or five seasons he was you know top two or three tight ends in the league consistently um, I'm I'm sure the stats will say Gronk or maybe Kelsey or the early part of Kelsey's career uh, but he was right up there with production, as as you said, Miles blocking, but um, pass catching, constant red zone threat, and well, it would have been our, our biggest red zone threat for for quite a while, and did have those big plays in him. Yeah, maybe yeah, not ninety nine yards, but the odd forty or fifty yarder certainly. And yeah, there were you look at the old highlights, and it's quite often Charlie Whitehurst or Jake Locker or. Um, yeah, early early Mario to maybe and throwing <laughs> throwing the ball to him. So there there was some right, times right, in there, but Patrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that that's someone else that I sort of remember more fondly. Later used to frustrate me. Um, I think he did. <laughs> <laughs> other teams got the best of him, but that's 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 the way it goes. But yeah, big big love to Delaney. Um, it's going to be fantastic watching that on Sunday. Um, him and. So, uh, Paul Dan Pastorini, is, is his uh, 12 Titan contributions just going to be overshadowed now? Um, but there we are. Um, what's your, Miles, what's your favourite Delaney Walker play, if you had to pick one? Yeah, we were, uh, like I said, when, when it got uh, posted, it was going on. I, I had a look back at a couple of them. And yeah, that, that 68-yard uh, touchdown against the Eagles, which I believe was his longest, and we were saying that there was one that we think was called back in the same game, but it's just, it was just great to see. And it, it, it sort of clocked off a really good, well, 140 odd yards for a tight end is, even in the modern era, you never heard all sorts of stats. Um, it's, it was just amazing to see. And it sort of capped off an amazing performance and uh, something that sort of summed up how dominating he was. He was, he was a pro bowler. He was, I mean, we don't care about the top 100, but his peers voted for him in the top 100, which were a tight end position. It's not, it's not common. And you know, even these days, you'll have your Kelsey, and I think you had your Gronks. But outside of that, you didn't have the tight ends that were getting that sort of recognition as someone who was that dominant on the field. So, yeah, definitely that that Eagles performance uh, was definitely one to uh, look back. And if people want to look and see how dominating he was as a player, um, I watched that today, and it, it definitely outlines how, how good he was. Greg, what about you? Any that stick in your stick in your mind? Ironically, the one that sticks in my mind is probably because of the throw from Marcus more than more than the play from Delaney. But the to fit it in the window that that he did. But 
the the Lions touchdown was was 100 for me. One I, I remember fondly, and um, we, weirdly one of the one of the ones probably would have been top of the list uh, if it wasn't called back for what was and I still quite a ridiculous holding call in Miami uh, the day that he he got injured on week one. Um, I think he, he got a, a, a touchdown on that day. They got, I'm pretty sure it was a touchdown. They got a pull back for, yeah, like I say, I was literally right in front of it. Um, never a holding call in a million years. Um, but no, he, yeah, that lines, that lines touchdown. I mean, the throw was, was, was probably 95% of it, but it had to be Marcus to Delaney. Um, the highlight had to be. There's one against the Colts. It wasn't a touchdown. I don't know if you remember where he, that was Marcus as well, but just a, you look at it and it's an inch perfect throw, but I don't see too many other tight ends, wide receivers, anybody making that catch. He had about four Colts defenders around him. It was sort of a, wasn't a deep bomb, but a pretty, you know, a, a ball thrown 25, 30 yards maybe. And there's, yeah, four, four defenders trying to stop him making the catch and they can't because he's just, mm. he's just that good. Um what I, what I liked about Delaney was he you could line him up anywhere. You could you could line him up as in, in you know inside, but you could also line him up outside and you knew that the defense would, were always gonna have to keep an eye on him. Because he had that kind of he had I guess kind of wide receiver speed. So you know yeah, yeah. yards after the catch, he had that speed that not many Titans, let's face it, have. Um because normally they get they try and bolt them out and inevitably slows them down. Whereas Delaney had that mix and Miles made a good point earlier around his blocking ability for, for the size he was. I'm not saying he was small by any stretch of the imagination, but for a, for a blocking tight end that he's way, way smaller, but he blocks incredibly well. Not quite Jeff Swain level, but <laughs> definitely well. There's one, there's a touchdown I've got in my head. It was, it was against the Cowboys where he accelerated away from the DBs and he kind of, he sort of beat them with his route running to start with fake, fake to go outside, went inside and it was a, it was a post route and he just, you watch, they can't catch him. Uh, and it's just like, say, you know, sadly that game, you watch the highlights of that and it's like 30 zero to the Cowboys in the corner of the screen or something, but it, it's just, it just showed how much of a, well, exceptional player in amongst a lot of dross at times well he was uh, but yeah if, if you can ignore the score bug in the corner of the screen there were some some great highlights to to go and watch um, i'd love him now it just and he he may still if he'd not had that injury that horrific injury in miami um he may yeah. still be a he may still be a tennessee titan which is a shame but um yeah go i'm sure you listen to this delaney but go well um enjoy enjoy your retirement you know imagine if he had some sort of coaching role or, or something within the organization who knows um, i'd love to see that but we will certainly see him on on sunday in fact that well while we're there colts obviously we need to smash them again they got they got a bit carried away with that win against jacksonville at the weekend you know, get back, get get back in your box, Indy. You know, for as much as it looks like they've been misfiring offensively, um, well, they seem to misfire defensively, but get but get the win anyway against the Jags. Um, Miles, how 
how easily are we going to beat them? I'm not even going to entertain any doubt this week. Um, we're off. We're off the bye. We're fresh. We're hungry. India there for the taking, right? Yeah, completely. I think. Uh, I think that week off for us will benefit. I think the uh, Colts had a really tough game against the Jags. It was a physical game. It was a game that they really had to grind and put a lot of effort to get back into the game, which I think will take a lot out of them. And it's just going to be too much for them. I think we saw last time we played that we just we just had we just had too much from in the end. And considering that I know Taylor and Hines missed the last game for the Colts, we'll see who's actually back for them. But at the moment, I might be playing running back for the Colts because they don't seem to have anyone else to play there. And I think that's just if, if you're putting the I'd ball. I'd like in to think them, you'd turn them down, by the way. If they come calling oh, you completely, but if anyone, any other NFL teams looking, I'm happy to play the Jerome okay. Bettis role of Rumble Tumble. <laughs> um, a lot more tumble than Rumble, may I add. Um, but I think they, if, if they're relying on Matt Ryan to win the game, is going to be the ultimate reason that they lose at the end of the day. Their, their O line is struggling, considering it's meant to be an incredible O line. I think Quentin Nelson has suddenly dropped off a bit. I think defensive line-wise, the Forest Butler, as we know, is a stud, but they're still lacking. And I just feel like they don't they don't have enough to, to compete. I think we saw it last time, and I think we're only going to be fresher and stronger, um, and it's just going to be too much for them. You agree, Greg? Obviously, it's your prerogative not to. No, of course. I mean, I'm here for the balance. Um, yeah, this, is, this is a massive game. I think it got a lot bigger by the fact they won against the Jags because, I mean, splitting the series against them is putting pressure on on, on the rest of the season. Um, winning this, though, I think will be a massive putting their face into the dirt, which is exactly what we need to be doing. Um, do I think we'll win? Like we sh- I say we should. I never will say we should with the Titans. <laughs> I think we can. Absolutely, we can. We know that. Um, but I think that it's going to be a, a tough game. I think that win against the Jags, I said this, I think, on, in our group chat at the weekend, the, Col- the Colts every week pretty much have been pretty meh, pretty unimpressive. Um, but they keep grinding out enough to, to win some games here and there. And any divisional game against the Colts is always a slog. Uh, it will depend who we have back. And I think it will also depend on who they have back. I'm not saying that Jonathan Taylor is going to be a going to be a factor if he is back because I think we did a good job stopping him last time but they've if Quitty Pay and, and and Leonard I think they're if they get back they'll be massive for them it's going to be arguably even to, well, it's definitely going to be tougher than the first game in my opinion and that one ran a lot closer than I was hoping it was going to but it's the Titans we, we never really know what we're going to get I don't think it's going to be a blowout win by any stretch of the imagination but hopefully we can get ourselves over the line Hopefully, indeed. I think we will. I think we'll at home. And as as I've alluded to, there'll be quite. I don't. Know, I don't know if it always helps, but it'll be quite the occasion. Um, they've they've got. I think Pittman had a great day on on Sunday, but that Alec Pierce looks looks a very good receiver, and I think he's someone who, and that's what they, they have lacked that in in recent years. I would say is outside of Pittman. They've never of, replaced Ty Hilton. And no, who, who not is sort of been kicking around injured for a long time, hasn't he? But um, yeah, yeah he's, 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 been, he's been done for a couple of years, realistically. But I think that Pierce is, in my opinion, I think he's been a great pickup for them. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens on Sunday. We need bodies back, absolutely need to get bodies back. Um, fingers crossed we can come back firing. Okay, 
Um, bit of news from yesterday was, well, we knew it was coming, or we, there have been rumours that it's coming, but uh, more officially, a new stadium has been announced. Now, we weren't sure in amongst all the rumours whether this was going to be something on the same site as Nissan or something out of town. Um, they're going to build it next to it or in the in the parking lot by the by the i24 and which presumably it will be a bit like building the spurs stadium here they'll maybe not it's not quite as joined up but they'll be constructing it while they're still playing at nissan so there's no well the overlap if that's not the right word you know what i mean so there won't be any missed time in the given that it's just more or less the same location then i think the nissan stadium will be knocked down and presumably be replaced by a parking lot <laughs> in its place or similar um a couple of things caught my eye though it's 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 going to be a dome and um, because they want to well maximize revenue by being able to host other events which would include the super bowl technically nashville would be a cold weather city um, and so it would need to be a dome to be able to host the super bowl and also it's going to be slightly smaller than the current stadium which i found a bit bizarre um miles so what was your reaction to any of this also the fact that it's slightly astra turf or artificial turf whatever it's called now instead of natural grass yeah in terms of the size i've always said it doesn't matter if it's small or it's how it performs um and another stadium news uh as long as the pitch is nothing like the colts uh, i have no issue pardon the pun but if bullet is still kicking around in 2026 or whenever it's about, the uh, field goals could be more consistent. He'll be booming some 70 yarders. Um, but I think for the city of Nashville, it's probably a good thing. I think it's a very popular area. I think the fact that it can host other things for the Tennessee Titans, I think I think Super Bowl would be amazing. I think I, I, I think we already know that Greg will be there if there is a Super Bowl. I think he's probably already booked his flights. Um, but for the when I saw it, I thought it's great. There's, there's never it's it's nice to hold on to something, but it's it's like when Arsenal moved out of Highbury and stuff, and it's like it's nice that you have the old stadium and stuff. But modern, modern, beautiful stadiums are great, and at the end of the day, it's how they perform on the pitch. So as long as the pitch isn't affecting them, that's all that really matters to me. Um, like I said, I find it unbearable watching any Colts games because just it just looks awful on the pitch. I don't even know how. It, I mean, they played badly anyway. Just but the simple, way it you've got me riled mentioning that because like stupid little things like the, the camera or the side that they film the game from is the opposite side to where the sun shines in that mm -hmm. ridiculous stadium. Um, the, the field itself is a weird, like the way the light reflects off it, it looks awful on TV. Yeah. yeah. Um, possibly those two things are related. Um, but just, just these, these silly things, get them right. It's something that helps. It looks like a Weetabix factory from the outside as well. <laughs> like, it's just, it's it's horrible. I, I And that's not even that old, that stadium, is it? And I, no, I, 10 years, maybe? The, the, the architect must have been hammered when the day that he decided to design that stadium, because it just looks horrendous. Well, if all, I was God, all got Jim, Jim Irsay hammered. You know, even oh, <laughs> if it can look anything like the Falcon, uh, Falcon's Falcon, if it can look anything like their stadium at the moment, to me, I could look at that all day. That's filthy the way that stadium looks. If it can look anything like that, just in blue, um, I'd be perfectly happy. And as long as it doesn't have a big glass roof for God to watch. Um, I don't, I, weirdly, 
that I watched a 22 minute video yesterday of the CEO and president talking about this stadium, which is probably I'm probably the only one who did. Um, but the they were talking a lot around because Nashville has very much got that character of it's obviously a, a still a relatively new city in terms of it's got it's been built up even in the 10 years since we first went the buildings that have been have gone up there is absolutely in that time that it has is crazy but they talked a lot about you know the the likes of the Ryman auditorium having the character and blah 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 and it actually worried me because they were talking about almost like building this in a way to bring that character in and I was like please don't make it look like you know the the Colt Stadium because it's just whatever you do but um you know what I think it's a good thing I'm, I was the same as you Adam in terms of the sort of dropping down to well they said between 55 and 60 which I thought was really quite low for for an NFL stadium um, yeah I've not been I wasn't actually being negative about that per se I just found it surprising actually I'd yeah. rather have I'd rather have a full 55,000 sold out every week than 65 70 when it's sometimes 70 80 percent full they were saying it more on, you know, I mean, it's got it's short. I would imagine it being 60. I can't imagine it dropping below 60, more for the Super Bowl purposes than anything. But the they were talking about having, like, you know, every seat in the house being being a good seat. And that's the issue at the moment with the Nissan is is yeah. there, there are seats in the Nissan if you go up in the gods where you just feel so disconnected from watching the games. Um, the, yeah, the Nissan's only... 22 23 years old as a stadium but it, it need it massively needed a lot of work doing to it and i and i completely understand why they're going down this route um even so i agree in terms of you know you'll fill it more often absolutely and if this team but if this team continues to be successful like it has been in the last few years and it started to show on the field improvements and it's not the what Delaney Walker walked into when he first walked into the Titans and you continue that, that you'll see that growth and you'll see, you see it now. You're not going to see those empty seats. Um, so I was still a little bit surprised by that, but I'm, I'm yeah, look, as someone who's, who's been over a fair few times, I'm excited for it. As long as the designs, I agree with you, Miles, I think, yeah, Falcons, Mercedes Benz, whatever it's called, it's aesthetically incredible stadium and even the Allegiant forget the fact it looks a little bit like a toilet bowl it's inside of that stadium and how they've how they've delivered that is is incredible um so yeah I think it's exciting times a lot of money is going to be spent on it and fingers crossed come 26 or 27 whenever it opens we've still got a team that's that's competing I'd love to be a bit grumpy old man about football should be outdoors and I do I do feel that um but the more important thing is the fact that they've kept it in the center of the city. That's it. That's so important, particularly with Nashville. That's, that's the identity that we need. And yeah, 100%. The, the media fans, fans of other teams. And that sounds, I mean, it, it is important. They seem to enjoy the experience of coming to Nashville as much as the media hate the Titans and always have, or, or not hate, but just ignore them. And um, when, you know, when Nashville had the draft, and other other things like that it's always been popular you know the feedback mm-hmm. seems to be and the impression seems to be that um they love they love visiting the city so having the stadium there is important and yeah i mean i'm, I'm sure it will look great i'm sure it will it will look modern and hopefully all the thought goes into all these all these things um yeah which is it's it's mostly positive 
um, def- definitely. And it, it feels like a obviously it's a step towards towards bigger things. And as as you say, despite the Nissan Stadium being only twenty two years old, it does seem to be in a, a bit of a state of disrepair and hasn't been. I don't know. It's it's a strange building stadiums, not just American football, but football over here. There's a lot of stuff built in the late 90s that seems old. Um, yeah, the stuff built, stadiums that are 100 years old seem old, but the stuff that was built in the 90s seems old. And then mm. only in the last maybe 10, 15 years has it stepped up in quality. Um, the, one, the one thing I, I would love to see with the, with the new stadium as someone who's, who kind of enjoys being around the sort of centre of the city is... I feel like before before games, there's there's no real space to there's obviously tailgating going on the parking lots and there's a couple of organised groups that do tailgates who who do them incredibly well, but the team themselves they've got like a small little tailgating area or a small area where you can kind of go to, and it's not really that good. Having having the space where the current stadium is, obviously they're going to need to put parking etc. But I would love to see them be able to do some kind of like a bit like a plaza, something where they can have you know where people want to go and meet before a game. Um, they're talk, they're is... talking about talk about a, a public transport thing. Like, I don't know if, if they're building a new station or some sort of something to encourage fewer people to drive there. So we maybe wouldn't need so much space taken up that was, in parking lots. What, in the short term or in the long term? Oh, in the, no, in the long term. You, yeah, oh, you really? can't okay. build this stuff overnight, obviously. I don't know, I don't know how, how, much is, how much is confirmed on that. Well, um, yeah, if, the, if it means I'm sure... That, for most Titans fans who go week in, week out, parking is going to be the biggest gripe whilst the, the construction is going on because it's going to lose everything. But yeah, but if, if there's an alternative way to get there where they can leave the car at home, um, have a few more beers, it's it's, it's win win, surely, yeah. and there'll be more space yeah, not, to not, do that. There's not many many cities in America that that nail public transport. Nashville's certainly one of them. <laughs> no, it's weird. Like, yeah, you're dead right, and uh, it's strange that uh, you always find that. Yeah, it's it's insufficient, or it just it just moves the parking problems somewhere else. <laughs> but unless, yeah, unless we'll you're see. in Manhattan, we'll unless you're in Manhattan or somewhere like that, and yeah, you don't you don't tend to get much public transport. But uh, it's why yeah. you sometimes wait. Like for example, um, I use New England as a great example. It took took me about two and a half hours after a game in New England to get an Uber, just because there's like if you're oh, the, not driving, you're getting an Uber. The new forty not the new forty ers stadium. 40 miles from San Francisco is the infamous one. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it'll take you three hours to get back to the city after a game yeah. or something, yeah. That is the uh, best thing about Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, another reason. Right, um, other other news, Ola Adani is has gone into IR, um, which is is a bit of a shame. It's just a bit, just a few sort of roster tweaks here and there. We have, looks like, seen the last of Josh Gordon, who had one target, one OPI call against him and not a lot else. Um, he's been replaced on the practice squad by CJ Board. Um, I'm sure we all know lots about CJ Board. Yeah, as I thought. Um, we've also signed Greg Josh Thompson. Um, how was how was he billed? He was he was described he's, as he's, he's been billed as a special teams ace, which I'm pretty sure is what they called Ola, wasn't it last year? <laughs> yeah, yeah, could be, could be. Well. Aces are good. We want more aces. Is this a new position that we just we're completely unaware of? Is it a special team aces? And <laughs> you have to have a special teams ace as a team. So that's just taking his spot whilst he's on IR. Uh, we've we've built this up, haven't we? But yeah, there you go. Bit of, bit of a 
bit of news. Um, we we did we had planned a little bye week. I say bye week fun. We always have fun on this here podcast. But um, Greg, you have a little bit of entertainment for myself and Miles, do you not? I can't promise, but we'll give it our best shot. Yeah. So we've we've all. I mean, maybe I'm speaking for myself here. Um, our memories are. I mean, I struggle to to think about what happened back in 2015 when you asked me about Delaney Walker. All I could think of was one play. Um, so I've decided to do a, a bit of a quiz on 2022 so far because it's literally week six or oh, coming no. up to week seven. And I'm sure you guys remember everything about the season so far. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. so let's see how this goes. Um, so first round, quite a simple one. We've with the two of you anyway shout your own name if you know the answer I will do a bad job of keeping total on who's got what Uh, and then there's a second round which I'll touch upon a bit later on so first question for you before the season started the Titans cut the GOAT Brett Kern um, and signed rookie Ryan Stonehouse but what college did Ryan Stonehouse attend? Adam go on Adam don't care Incorrect. Miles. Miles. I do know, Don't actually. <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're out. You've had to go. Go on, Miles. Uh, Monsters University. Monsters University. I mean, it was closer than Don't Care. I, I do actually know the answer, but I just... Go on, Adam. Go on. It, it, Colorado. It was Colorado State. I would have accepted oh, okay. I'm, I'm not that pedantic. Um, I would have said I would have accepted... Your first answer was taken, so no points, but so unlucky. But nevertheless, uh, the Titans hosted the Giants in week one. Um, Saquon Bar- Barkley ran right at the Nissan. But how many yards did he rush for in this Mine. one? Well, go on, finish. I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. No, I was going to say uh, you can both have a stab and we'll go closest. So Miles, uh, you can go first. One, five, six. Okay, one, five, six miles. Adam? I would say not quite that many. One, three, two. I'm not going to be the, the guy that does one, five, five. Um, I'm better than that. Sure. Probably should have because it was one, six, four. Uh, oh. So one miles. <laughs> Point for miles. And and miles, you, you were not confident going into this quiz as well. End it now. End it now. Quiz over. One nil. <laughs> <laughs> In I the can't same believe game. you open with a Stonehouse question. I, I yeah. I, as soon, as soon as I've, I've finished... I'm not ready out. to... I'm not over right. this. I'm not. No, no one is, up. let's be honest. Apart from Brian, no one's over it. <laughs> um, the Titans drove 36 yards in the final drive to set up Randy Bullock for a field goal, which unfortunately Randy missed. How far away was that field goal? Uh, not from, not from right. missing as in distance. I, I think it might have been 48 yards. 48 Miles. Ah, uh, that was. Mm, I, I don't want to be that guy either, either, but I think Adam's very close. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's 47, but I think he might have got a spot on the 48. He missed from 47 yards. What a miles. Wow. Absolutely wow. bang on. I'm not sure if you knew you got it bang on or if you were just being that guy. But, uh, I've got Adam on the drive, full disclosure. 
Okay, week two, uh, a game that we don't really want to talk about too much, um, but there's a question about it here. We faced Buffalo Bills and were comprehensively beaten, 41-7, but what was the score at the end of the first quarter? This is back uh, to Adam. 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 I think it might have been seven apiece. It was seven apiece, yeah, and you're off and running. Off the mark, which I didn't expect to take this long, Adam. Well, On that night where we got absolutely battered against the Bills, who led the Titans in receiving and rushing yards? Just one point for both because Miles. Way too many. Go on, Miles. Was it Hilliard? Hilliard on rushing or receiving? <laughs> oh, wait, sorry, I've misunderstood the question completely. I thought that he, he'd been on both. There's two, there's two answers. There's two answers. So one, one for rushing, one for receiving. Uh, I'll go with Hilliard and Schwain. Hilliard and Schwain. Adam, who you go for? I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, Derek Henry on the ground and Carl Phillips through the air. Derek Henry is incorrect. It was Hassan Haskins who led <laughs> rushing. <laughs> Okay. And receiving, it was a rookie, but it was trailing Burks. Uh, so no, no points well, each. Wait, we've done well there, haven't we? We've, 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 this, this was like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Come on. Um, okay. Strangely, I haven't gone back and watched any of that game. No, and don't worry, that's the, lot, that's the last question on it as well. You'll be happy to hear. Good. So next question is, Titans return to Nashville to face them also at the time, winless Las Vegas Raiders. Who scored the opening touchdown for the Titans? Uh, Adam. Adam. Oh, uh, oh, what have I done? Hilliard. No, Hilliard. no, it no, no. Miles, no. Miles, can oh. you steal it? Was it? Was it Jeff Swain? It was Jeff. It was Jeff Swain. Yeah. Adam is having a shocker in this quiz. My answer is I'm... only going to be Swain for the rest of the quiz. The next quiz I do is from 2002, and Adam will just get. Every oh, I'm, yeah, I'm all over that. <laughs> Okay, the Titans got one sack on Derek Carr. Who got that sack? Oh, it wasn't Javon Curse, so no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Miles. Miles. Oh, balls. Um, it wasn't balls. Oh, uh, no, I was going to say Autry, but I doubt he played. I can't uh, even remember. My, my head just gone. Was it Bud Dupree? This is pretty embarrassing, isn't it? This is not not going well, boys. Um, The Titans rolled into Indy 1 and 2. Robert Woods got the Titans on the board, but who scored the second touchdown of the day? Adam. 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 You were in first. That was Derek Henry. That was Derek Henry. Well done. So it's currently 3-2 to Miles. Um, Okay, next question is... Matt Ryan threw one interception and also lost one fumble. Who recovered that fumble? Adam. Adam. Christian Fulton. It was not Christian Fulton. Oh, I'm thinking of the Taylor fumble. Yeah. You oh. are. Miles. Uh, Farley. It wasn't Farley, no. It was uh, Bud Dupree. Farley couldn't... Well, no, I'm not going to go there. I don't want to <laughs> anger myself by thinking about his play. 
can't cover a player, why would he cover up a ball? Okay, question 10. Finally, the Titans uh, went to Washington before the bye, the last game we watched, which means surely you guys remember everything about it. So how many punts did Ryan Stonehouse have in the game? What is this? It's the best quiz ever, Adam. That's what it is. It's Miles. Go on, Miles. Six. Six. Okay. Five. Adam. There you go. I'm Five. being that guy. Ah. Oh. Yeah. You were the right guy. It was eight. Eight punts oh, on the day. Seriously? So Miles, we're gonna... Miles, I'll give you the point for being closest. Were they all uh, touchbacks? <laughs> too soon. Um, okay. Question 11, who caught the only uh, receiving Titans touchdown on the day? Miles. Miles. Hilliard. Hilliard is correct. Question 12, um, how many games this season has Ryan Tannehill thrown for over 200 yards? Adam. Adam. Zero. That's incorrect. It's, it's two. No points there. And the last question before we move on to the final round is who is the second highest point scorer after Derek Henry for the Titans this year? Fantasy points or scoring Nobody points? Nobody cares about fantasy points. Adam. Scoring points. Adam. Dontrell Hilliard. Incorrect. Miles, do you want to take a stab? Jeff Schwein. <laughs> I mean, I'd say you're, get, you're getting closer. It's Randy Bullock. Um, oh, of course it is. Oh. So, yeah. Okay, cool. And then quickly, final round. Uh, we'll try and do this as quickly as possible before everyone else loses the world to live. As I can tell, certainly Adam is. I've been in some, uh, I've been a disgrace in this quiz. And it's, and it's, and it's, definitely, and it's definitely because he's losing. Um, okay, cool. So uh, those in the in the UK will remember a very popular game show uh, that was hosted by Sir Bruce Forsyth. Uh, play your cards right. And we're going to play a round of basically high roller. We'll play your cards right. So the first question I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you is available for a point, um, and then we basically take alternate turns. So, how many players currently the Titans have on IR? I'll give, I'll give a point if you get this spot on. <laughs> Anyone want to hazard a guess? Yeah, I'll go. All right, I'll go six. Six. Miles. You guy, you guy. Seven. Seven. It's actually thirteen, ironically. Um, what? Nevertheless, so 13 is the number that we're going to kick off with. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Adam. Is 13 higher or lower than the number of carries that Dontrell Hilliard has had this season? I'd say 13 is higher. He's not had that many. He's had a lot of receptions, but I don't think he's had that many carries. Okay. He's had five, which is lower. So, Adam, you get one. You don't get a guess. You get a guess on the next one, Miles. We take we're alternate turns here. Okay, so Dontrell Hilliard has five carries this year. Is that higher or lower than the number of receptions that Jess Swain has this year? Lower. It is lower. Jess Swain has seven receptions, so that's a point for Miles. Seven receptions for Jess Swain. Is it higher or lower than the number of targets for Chig upon Crow? Oh, that's 
No, I think Chig's probably be targeted more than five, so that is lower if I've got it the right way around. Jesswing's had seven, so is it lower or higher than seven? I'm just, I can't even pay attention to the question. <laughs> I'm in his ad. I'm in his ad. He's oh, he is rattled. He's 100% rattled. <laughs> I'm still going the same way. Chicks have more than seven, so lower. Okay. So, okay. It's very confusing. Chick, Chick, Chick has had five. So, Jeff Swain with his seven is higher. So, no, no point for you there, Adam. Back to Miles. Chick of Conquest had five targets. How many punts has Ryan Stonehouse had inside the 20? Lower. You're going lower than five. Um, it's, actually, it's actually higher. It's 11. Still can't Ryan Stonehouse had 11 punts inside the 20. How many receptions? Don't yeah, but they've all been returned for 30 yards because the coverage team. Well, hasn't oh no, this is not there. the argument we're having. This is this is just a fun quiz, Adam. I know. I know. I, 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 this isn't fun. This isn't fun. <laughs> it's only it's only fun if you're winning. So. 11 punts inside the 20 for Ryan Stonehouse. The number of receptions from Dontrell Hilliard, is that higher or is it lower? Well, it'll be lower than 11 because this is a Stonehouse um, propaganda spin quiz that you were running here. 100%, so. 100 yeah. is not. It is, it is higher as 12. So no points against you, Adam. But we're seeing a Good. trend here. <laughs> okay. It's out the pram. <laughs> 12 receptions for Dodger Hilliard. Is it higher or lower? The number of solo tackles by Zach Cunningham. Ducks <laughs> as well. Um, why are we just naming our crap players? Um, do you know what? I think people run. <laughs> also, we mentioned Schwame and he's the GOAT. Uh, people hitting Cunningham counts as a tackle and he gets in the way a lot. So I'm going to say that. He's had more tackles than Hilliard's had reception. Okay, you're wrong. It's 11. Yeah, that's because he's crap. 12, Cunningham had 11. <laughs> Talking to crap players, Caleb Farley. Total number of tackles. That includes assisted tackles. Higher or lower than 11, Adam? He's probably had more than you think because he lets players catch the ball and therefore has to tackle them afterwards. I'll say, he's got, I'll say he's got more than 11. He's actually got less. He's got 10. I'm not winning this quiz, am I? If I'd asked broken tackles, then maybe it might have been right. Yeah. Um, okay, next. Miles. Uh, number of targets for Austin Hooper, lower or higher than 10? I think he's had more targets. More than 10? More than 10, yeah. I do. I, I just think that they're actually going in the direction of Burks, but he's targeting people. Okay, you are right. It's more. It's 11. Just but it is more. Adam, uh, number of rushing attempts from Ryan Tannehill this season, higher or lower than 11? Ooh. Higher. It is higher. It's 15. Whoa. And the last, the last one, Miles, number of rushing yards from Malik Willis, higher or lower than 15? Oh, yards, uh, higher. It is higher. It's only just higher, but it is higher. 16. And at the end of that really, really fun quiz, <laughs> everyone can say they've had the, a whale of a time listening to Well done, Miles. Miles, you won with eight. Adam, you got four. I'm surprised you got that many. 
That's gone on the scene. It felt like it felt like less. That's 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 one of the worst performances I've ever had of doing anything on this podcast. Um, I thought we start blaming the quiz then. I thought we were gonna have like a like friends episodes. Like, don't blame the questions. I mean, the, the questions were a joke. Uh, every, every, most of them were about Ryan Stonehouse whoa, whoa, in, a, in, in, in so far as that. I don't think you even remember who Brett Kern is. I, 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 trust me, I I remember. I, I mean, every time, I, every every day at work, I, I look at my little mini signed helmet. That's literally all I look at all day but, long. But it's that's good. nothing to it's do with NFL my at all. <laughs> you, you live your helmet belt of this. I don't, by the way, I don't sign helmets. <laughs> but if Kern's offering, that's maybe an exception. <laughs> okay, this has gone weird, even for us. Let's have a very quick non science related and get out of here. Um, Greg, um, what's what's been going on? <laughs> spending most of my day writing a quiz that's been greatly appreciated um honestly not not a huge amount um i'm i'm in a situation at the moment where i feel like uh last week on the podcast adam gave me man flu and by the way we do this virtually so that is possible um and then i woke up this morning having having some covid symptoms so miles has given me covid so appreciate it guys basically just felt like utter crap for the last week and a half and I have to blame someone so I'm going to blame you both I appreciate it no arguments from me yeah that is my non-times related so you've got COVID Mars has got COVID I've actually got COVID in my defence wait I haven't actually actually tested yet I have got a test which I need to do which I decided to wait until after Adam lost the quiz to do (laughs) a little post quiz uh, treat of making yourself choke love it I've got. I'm. I'm quite lucky. I've got one of those where you just only have to stick up the nose. Humble brag. Humble brag. Sneeze, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's my life in in twenty seconds. There, there we go. How's the Rona for you, Miles? The Rona is the same it was last time. It's uh, uh, touch wood. Um, it's not really done much to affect my. Uh, my life, I still have um, taste and smell. Unfortunately, I'm eating a diet where nothing I eat tastes nice. So it hasn't really affected that in any way. Um, aching a little bit, but, you know, that's just part and parcel of just being me. Um, it's been all right. I've got incredibly bored after, what, almost two days of being sat at home. So my, uh, my non-times was going to be thank the Lord for football manager. <laughs> and uh, give anyone listening a chance to, uh, I'd love people to send me their uh, superstars from San Marino or wherever they're from, and feel free to talk about the old days of Champ Manager. Well, and, that's uh, that's Man what you U- should be playing, Champ Man 0102. Oh. Go and sign Tomadira. It was a uh, it was Football Manager 2005 when Cinema Pangol played for Atletico Madrid. I'd sign him for any fairly decent sized uh, team, and that boy could run. And then also, oh, it's completely gone from my mind. There's a guy who plays for, oh, John Fleck. John Fleck was available at Rangers when he was 13 on the game. And I bought John Fleck, who now plays in the championship with someone. And he was an absolute Scottish magician. And he would do bits in anywhere in the midfield or attack. Just to confirm, you bought a 13-year-old? 
I, I bought, I yeah. traded, yeah. I used, I... Uh, <laughs> might cut this out just based on what you're... No, it's fine, it's fine. It's just, you, know, <laughs> you know how I, I always say I don't care about your fantasy team? Um, if you're talking about your champ, championship manager team or football manager team, I feel exactly. the exact opposite. I, I, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to say, 0-1-0-2 is when it peaks, though. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Kim Kalstrom, Jonas London, every year, just keep buying them. Cherno Samba. Modern day football managers become quite a lot to take on board, but luckily you can can look up and then suddenly 10 hours of your day's gone and all you've really done is just a bit of a scouting network for Papua New Guinea or something. But one thing I might do is... That's that's the thing, it's too intensive. You You go back to 0102 you could play for 10 hours and you've done four seasons. Yeah. And four seasons and you're now managing the Jamaican team while also leading Oxford to yeah. Premier League. <laughs> um, and then you get hired because you had one Jamaican player and now you're an expert of Jamaican football. But, but um, the Jamaican board will sack you even if you take them to World Cup semi-final defeat. Oh, you're I, gone. I, I think I got Sweden to like the semi-finals of the World Cup and they ditched me. Yeah, yeah, because they weren't happy with what I performed. I was like, I'm performing miracles here, and Zlatan was injured. Um, also, I think Football Manager Editor is a very good thing where you can just load up a club from like the Conference North or something and change all the names of all the players. So I've done it in the past with my friends, and I think I might make the Tennessee Titans and make them play in the conference <laughs> and have Derek Henry up front. So if people want to recommend where different players would play, uh, I'm going to have Schwamer as my playmaker. Farley, <laughs> um, Farley's going to be a out there somewhere, Fulton's going to be left back on the bench. Ryan Stonehouse oh. up front just smacks it into row Z every single time. <laughs> oh, he's going to have zero finishing, but a lot of power. <laughs> yeah, all the power, no no finesse whatsoever. So if anyone's listening who wants to, uh, on, on our Discord chat, which we always get a plug in and anywhere else, if you want to recommend, where would you play the Tennessee Titans on an English football pitch? Give me some positions, some puns, some whatever you want. I'd love to... Uh, Waste my Rona days uh, making this team. I mean, this this is niche, even for us, oh, isn't it? Have it's, it any other way. Yeah. I might have to let you walk as my manager. I might manage it as Walker. <laughs> this, this is this feels like another channel that we need to create, which Miles will never ever put a post into. Like we literally created a channel of fantasy football just for Miles, and he's not said a word in it since yeah. we created it. I went on it and someone asked their opinion on something and I was like, listen, I'm not here to give answers. I'm here to give, like... Oh, and you realised how boring it is. Funny that, yeah. <laughs> it's basically, Miles only cares about talking about his fans' team. Doesn't give it him does, much. It, it, yeah, oh, it that way. I don't care about anyone else's football team, let's be honest. I do love fantasy football, but when it comes down to it, it's only my fantasy football I care about. So, <laughs> so what I want to see from you, Miles, is a really long post about your fantasy team. And as soon as someone asks, asks a Sweet. question or says something, it, you reply, I don't you care. Know what? I'm going to give you something that the fans don't want. We're going to have fantasy football car takes every single Monday morning after a Titans game. And I'm going to let you know how my fantasy football went. Has a video ever had zero views on Twitter? It might have negative views. I'll find a way. Can you, can you, can you report a video that's not even been posted yet? Well, yeah. Somehow we'll prevent it. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Um, all right. I'll quickly, I will finish this with a positive experience of a company exceeding expectations you don't often get this um i have an espresso coffee machine that was purchased i was waiting for the humble brag there i wanted to say but i didn't want to interrupt you 
It sounds a serious one, but that is one hell of a humble brag. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah, well, Virtuo Plus machine, um, if you're wondering. Oh, yes, yeah, it's good. I thought good. they were doorbell brag. Oh, this is better than that. That's um, way better than that. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it's it's gone it's gone wrong. Um, the machine has become faulty in it, but it's a softwarey thing. All these things, it's like your car goes wrong. It's not. It doesn't need new brakes or whatever. It needs a factory reset or something. Um, it's a bit like that, but the, the the pump sounded like it's about to explode. It sounded like the neighbours were drilling or something. Um, but I th- like. <laughs> um, uh, so I, I thought, well, I've, I've, I'm going to need to replace this coffee machine. And I said to my wife, why don't I just ring Nespresso to see if they might be able to suggest fixing it before we buy a new coffee machine? Um, and she was like, "Well, it, warranty or over a year, they'll probably they won't they won't do anything, or they might charge you a small fortune to get it back." Anyway, rang rang them up, so gave them my details, and they said, "Oh, you're in, you're in luck. Your machine is still in warranty. They're covered for three years. Let me talk you through some steps to fix the problem." Um, did did all that. Really, really helpful person. Um, fixed my machine remotely, which sounds ridiculous. Um, but if they've then said, if it goes wrong, just call us back. We won't need to troubleshoot it. We'll just come and pick it up. We'll fix it for you all without you having to pay a single penny. Um, and this thing was bought like two years and 10 months ago. Happy days. I was expecting a significant outlay on a, a new coffee machine, but Nespresso, hats off to you. If you want to sponsor the podcast, just get in touch. So, so whilst everyone is struggling to pay their bills, Adam's talking about his his Nespresso machine. Well, well I we, are, we, are re- we are really with with the people. <laughs> and this is the first time it's been mentioned. Well, <laughs> what is <laughs> now? It's, um, the 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 one thing I would say is I thought what you were going to say is they just sent you a new one. In which case, if it's anything like Apple, it's basically one that broke that they fixed and then sent it out as the new phone. But um. Which which often happens. I'm not. They could. But yeah. Do, normally, they, I don't mind if it works. If it gives me a cup of coffee, but it, I haven't needed to yet. We'll see. Have you ever heard of a kettle? It does does the same job. A kettle. Does not, does a kettle, not, does a kettle brew fresh coffee inside the kettle and spurt it out no, with a touch of a button? But it's incredibly easy. I, I, one day I'll, I'll take you through how it works, Adam. We'll, we'll... I was going to say, I'm with Greg here, to be honest. Greg, I you drink Nescafe, hard. don't you? You're just one of those... I don't drink, I'm not a hot drinker. I don't drink any hot drinks. Uh, do you know what? I'm completely... I use, kettle, I, use, I use kettles for cold nights when I have a hot water bottle because no one can afford heating anymore. So you the you relate to the people. You know where it's at. I, I, mean, I know exactly what it's like. I know exactly... I, I feel the pain... Um, which is why I'm flying over to Nashville to, to just get away from from having to pay my own bills and yeah. I'm with the people. I'm with the people. You can't use up your uh, gas and electric if you're not at home. Exactly. Exactly. That's true. I actually think it might actually be at some point mm-hmm. soon cheaper to do that. Just well, just I, I was wondering. Go stay in a hotel. You know, they said they might have to cut people's power for three hours at a time like as a worst case scenario if we've yeah, stuff yeah. but all the uh, well i don't know but say it's a sunday night between 6 and 9 p.m and they suddenly they say right we're going to cut the power so you can't watch the titans um, either you charge your phone up in advance but i suspect the mobile phone networks in that area will also go down because of overuse 
Um, but people are just going to drive to their mates' houses in the next county, burning more energy than was saved in the first place by switching it off. Is it, are they doing it by county? I thought it'd just be like it's a, a, I don't know, but I don't know. area or something. If it's by county, then that is utterly ridiculous because I live on the border of a county, so I'm, I don't even have to travel far to, to go to the next one. Humble brag. <laughs> Way too many humble brags in this podcast. Have we waffled enough? I think we definitely have. Right, We, we um, did that before the quiz. Yeah, well, always, always. Wouldn't have it any other way. Thanks, Greg. Um, or <laughs> face, as you were called once. Um, thanks, Miles. Um, we're, we're not going to elaborate on that. Um, you're, you're, you're now going to have to edit yourself swearing, which is, just seems unnecessary. Shut up, f- We didn't bring up that f- from the Eagles. <laughs> everyone, everyone hates f- from the Eagles. Let's be honest. <laughs> Ending this in a shower. Oh, f- Adam, <laughs> f- off f- face. Go well. <laughs> Happy retirement, Delaney. Tighten up and beat those Colts. Tighten up. Tighten up.